Good morning. Good to see you folks again. Always good to come to Big Creek. <clears throat> is there anyone here who does not know this is New Year's Day? I didn't think so. <clears throat> so, always looking around for a message that's appropriate to the, uh, to the season. And I came across a word this, uh, this week. It isn't a word that we use a lot. I don't believe, I can't remember the last time I used it other than in a sermon. The word sojourner. Wow, thank you. This uh, message I titled, The Christian Sojourner. I looked it up, or I, I looked up and counted, and if I didn't miscount, I believe the Bible uses that word either in its Hebrew or its Greek equivalent 66 times. So it is uh, a fairly important word, at least from a biblical standpoint. And so I want to think about the Christian sojourner and apply that to the next 364 days that we may or may not have uh, in 2023. Before we do, we need to pray again. So join me. Father, we thank you for this Lord's Day. This year, it falls on the first day of the month and the first day of the year, the Lord's Day. And so we thank you for this opportunity to be in your house, praising you, worshiping you, glorifying you as we begin another year. Help us to recognize our responsibilities as we look to this new year. Help us by the power of your Holy Spirit to live it out in a way that honors and glorifies you. We'll be careful to give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. A couple of passages to set the tone. First uh, Peter chapter one verse seventeen. Peter says, "If you address as father the one who impartially judges according to each man's work." Conduct yourselves in fear during the time 
of your stay upon earth. And that word that's, that's translated there that way is the word that we translate sojourn. Again, in Hebrews chapter 11, the faith chapter, sometimes called the Hall of Fame of Faith, verse 9, by faith he lived as an alien in the land of promise, referring to Abraham here, as in a foreign land, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. And then in verse 13, all these died in faith without receiving the promises, but having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance, and here's the key, having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on earth. That word sojourner is someone who dwells among but is not really a part of the community where they happen to find themselves. Stranger, foreigner is another way to translate uh, sojourner. Now I'm going to suggest this morning that there may be a few things wrong with the church today. I'm not going to attempt to enumerate them all, but one thing that I believe is pretty well apparent is that the church seems today to want to be too good a friend with the world. We feel too much at home in this world. A couple of verses that address this issue, this problem, James 4.4, 4. James says, you adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. That's pretty clear, pretty plain, pretty blunt. According to James, it is not a good thing to be friends with the world. John also addresses this in 1 John chapter 2. Verse 15, do not love the world. Again, pretty clear, pretty plain. Do not love the world, nor the things of the world. And of course, we understand that he's talking about the world system now and not the physical planet Earth. Do not love the world, nor the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, 
The love of the Father is not in him. So we're sojourners in 2023. We are someone who dwells among, but we are actually a stranger, a foreigner. And we need to remind ourselves of that more often, I think, in today's world, today's culture, than perhaps a few decades ago. This world is not my home. I uh, was on the list a few years ago to do public opinion surveys for the Zogby organization, and almost every survey had this question. Do you consider yourself primarily a citizen of your town, your state, or America? I always said America, but in reality, that was because I didn't really have the right choice given. My citizenship, in reality, is in a place that wasn't on the list. We are not citizens of the world. We're citizens of heaven. This morning, then, I want to look at seven parallels or similarities between a sojourner and we Christian folk. Be not dismayed. It will not take any longer to go through seven points than it would normally take to go through three. Uh, the first thing we might mention, the similarity between a sojourner and a Christian, a sojourner is separated from his family. Now that can apply either to our, our earthly family, our, our brothers, sisters, mother, father, physical relations, and it can apply to our church family. Some are with us, but some have departed. The older we get, the more have departed. A friend sent me a, a gift for Christmas, and I responded with a, an email. I hope that's forgivable. Uh, but I mentioned to him that one of the other things I noticed about getting older in addition to aches and pains that I didn't have a few years ago was I spent more time in visitations and funerals than I used to. I was counting, I counted 
at least six people that have passed on in the last couple of years just in our Sunday school class at Emmanuel. I don't know how many for the whole church, but with so many over there, I can't feel at home over here. Some of you can relate to that better than others. But if you live long enough, you'll understand. A sojourner is often treated poorly by the natives. We are experiencing more and more of that and I promise you, we will continue to experience more and more of it as the cancel culture develops, as the things that are becoming just a part of the culture that were unheard of a few years ago I, uh, my, one of my granddaughters got me a, a gift, I guess, last year uh, from Storyworth. Any of you ever, you know what Storyworth is? Well, it's, they send you a question once a week by email. You answer it. And then at the end of a year, they put it all together in a book and give it to you. And this is kind of like a diary or a journal of uh, your life and your, your characteristics. Well, one of the questions was, how is life different today than it was for you as a child? Well, I said, I don't have enough space here uh, to tell you how things are different. I listed maybe 10 or so, but uh, maybe the biggest one was I didn't have the thing I was putting that information into, the computer or the cell phone, et cetera, et cetera. You all know, won't spend a lot of time with that, but uh, we are looked upon, or we should be looked upon as strange or odd by the world. The Bible says we are to be a peculiar people. First Peter chapter 2, verse 11, Peter says, Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to obtain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul, keeping your behavior excellent among the Gentiles or the unbelievers, so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers, they may on account of your good deeds as they observe them glorify God in the day of visitation. We are not 
If, if we aren't looked upon as odd or strange by the world, we look too much like the world. That's a hard one. As of yet, the persecution that we experience does not uh, go to the extreme of uh, physical, physical danger, physical abuse. Uh, that's plenty, plenty of that around the world. It's coming to us. But that's the way it's supposed to be as I read the Bible. A sojourner, fourthly, thirdly, is, is not well known, not well understood. He has different customs, a different way of life. And because of that, his friendship and companionship is not sought out by the world. His pleasures and pursuits are strange to the world. He also has no inheritance in the country. We seek, as Abraham, a better country. Our inheritance and therefore our affections are laid up above. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 14. For here we do not have a lasting city, but we are seeking the city which is to come. What did Jesus say? Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not corrupt and thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. If our inheritance is in heaven, if our affections are in heaven, then Our heart should be in heaven. A sojourner's pilgrimage is usually short because he hasn't moved there. He's only visiting. His days there are numbered but he has a mission, he has a purpose, he has a calling to fulfill while he is there. And we have a mission, a purpose, a calling to fulfill while we are here. A sojourner oftentimes and we should sojourn in fear. 
Now, I'm not talking about a trembling, slavish, paralyzing fear, but a reverential fear and awe. We said the Lord's Prayer just a few moments ago. What does it say we should fear? Temptation. Lead us not into temptation. Why do we fear temptation? Because there's a connection between temptation and sin. Oftentimes, the result of temptation. And what happens when we sin? We offend God. We displease God. And so we should always in the back of our mind be thinking am I pleasing God or am I offending God a sojourner has a hope of returning to his native land he doesn't plan to stay where he is and you and I should not plan to stay in this world for very long because we know sooner or later God's going to take us either by death or by the rapture. We need to remind ourselves every day we're just sojourners. We're just Visitors, We're just aliens. We're just strangers in a foreign land. We need to be careful not to become too friendly with the world. There's an old saying about the boat and the water. You know, the boat's supposed to be in the water. The water's not supposed to be in the boat. And the same is true for Christians in the world. We are supposed to be in the world, but the world is not supposed to be in us. Problem, one of the problems with the world is it, it tends to creep. It creeps in without us realizing it so often. And so we, if we analyze our our actions, our attitudes, our thoughts, our words, we may discover a little bit of the world has creeped in. Well, let me, let me close with the words of a gospel song by J.R. Baxter that simply says, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. We need to be careful as we go through 
2023 and you notice I said we not you we need to be careful and investigate examine every once in a while are we becoming too good of friends with the world or not I hope it's not for me and for you.